Hi and welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast. My name's Chris and it's fantastic to have you back with us for another podcast video. And in today's podcast, we're going to talk about Bitcoin. We're going to talk about the outflows in particular. We're going to dig into the narrative for Bitcoin. We're also going to have a look at the biggest headlines in the crypto space, making sure that you're aware of everything that we believe everybody needs to be all over if you enjoy this sort of content mash up the like button subscribe if you haven't subscribed already tapping that bell selecting all the notifications so you never miss a video jump down into the discord it's absolutely free to join you should definitely go do it lots of opportunity for you know airdrops on nft so free nfts free um cryptocurrency airdrops and all sorts of different things going on in the discord alongside seed rounds and private round sales for some of the biggest projects in the space uh you are literally gonna miss out if you don't go down into the discord there's so much going on and best of all it's absolutely free to join so go check it out at least and uh right let's get down to the desktop Okay, so we're going to start here with the outflows. So we've got crypto investment funds see outflows for the fourth consecutive week. Bitcoin related products accounted for $38 million of the $54 million in total outflows. So this is big money, in my opinion, moving out of cryptocurrency. And why is this? Well, this is a lot to, to do with the volatility, I believe. Yeah, we saw a big swing from twenty-eight to twenty-six thousand uh, dollars last Friday, and uh, you know this is digital asset investment funds that are experiencing you know the fourth consecutive week of net outflows uh, for the fifty-four million dollars uh, that exited in the last seven days, ending the fourteenth of May, according to CoinShare reports on Monday. The outflows. Um, you know, uh, considered uh, with sizable declines in crypto prices last week. And again, just talking about those uh, volatile movements, the outflows were uh, uh, broad from uh, the uh, regional perspective, uh, suggesting negative sentiment is not um, concentrated on just a few investors. And this is something that I want to talk about. Nick talks about, you know, the higher lows, the higher uh, highs, higher lows, higher lows, um, higher highs, higher lows, I should say, uh, you know, normally sort of uh, break down. And, and that's where we're positioned now from a technical, you know, point of view. And uh, Nick and myself are expecting, you know, some, some volatility, but we're also, you know, um, aware that, you know, there could be some bear market rallies uh, additional to, to what we've seen so you know it's going to be volatile and uh, i think that, that there's a, a grab on liquidity happening uh before we do see those lower prices that nick and myself are expecting so you know just be you know mindful that we expect lower prices and uh you know where uh, we should be dollar cost averaging expecting lower prices in my opinion obviously i'm not a financial advisor Treat this as educational purposes only. Go away, do your own research and make sure that the projects that you invest in, you know, you, you resonate with you and that you're, um, you know, not investing more than you're willing to lose because you do risk losing all of your money investing in cryptocurrency and other financial instruments. EU's crypto legal framework inches towards law with finance ministers sign off. So EU's council... Um, has approved the landmark markets in crypto assets 
MICA regulation and new anti-money laundering measures for crypto transfers. So I'm going to drop this in our Discord for you to read through your leisure. Uh, again, I think, you know, these um, lawmakers and uh, laws that will be passed uh, are going to be seen as positive uh, as well as negative from different viewpoints. And I don't think they're going to get it right, you know, out of the box immediately. I do think there will be some iterations and some changes over time, as with any new technology. So, you know, we need to be aware of this. We need to be monitoring all the, you know, policies that are being put forward. And if we get an option to to vote on them, we should be, you know, making sure that we do that, in my opinion. Let me know your thoughts and opinions on everything that's happening with this framework in Europe. We've got new crypto cycle will be about Ether yields, according to, to you know, what we're reading here. So Ether staking uh, trends following uh, Shanghai upgrade have beaten expectations, according to, to reports. Like for, for me, yeah, I, I agree that I think that the staking aspect of things has worked out really well for uh, Ethereum so far. I'm expecting more um, and uh, I do think that it could go on to, to do really well. But I do believe that long term it will be surpassed by many other cryptocurrencies. I think, you know, uh, in the short to medium term, Bitcoin and uh, Ethereum are, are kind of like the, the market leaders alongside, you know, uh, Chainlink as like an Oracle provider and Singularity Net as, uh, you know, artificial intelligence. I think these projects, you bundle them up into market leaders. Um, but, you know, Bitcoin and Ethereum, I do think will, you know, be surpassed in the ultra long term view of things by other cryptocurrencies that, you know, have a, a much wider reach when it comes to to capital impact around the world so you know i'm really interested to get people's views and opinions on that because it is a bit of a, a i guess a, a talking point and uh, can cause some arguments but you know it's, it's kind of how i feel about the market and uh, you know i'm going to stick with that we've got secret service owns crypto loves blockchain and has an nft collection according to a reddit ama uh, in a crypto themed AMA session on Reddit on the 15th, uh, the US Secret Service answered a wide range of questions and revealed their little known NFT collection. So I thought this was really, really interesting. Uh, the Secret Service in the US owns crypto, has its own NFT collection and has praised blockchain technology's ability to fight financial crime Reddit users learned during the uh, Ask Me Anything uh, that happened. So um, I'm going to detail this in the Discord for people to read through, like I say, at their leisure. For me, I think that's really cool. And I think it's also really telling. I think that, you know, the the US government might not be behind it, but Secret Service is, is always one that's, that's interesting. So um, look, it is a fantastic technology that can come, combat uh, you know cyber crime financial crime it can pretty much you know have a huge positive bearing on the future landscape of many different sectors very disruptive and ultimately we're here super early this for me is you know a 10 20 30 trillion dollar market in the future and uh, people that are not in crypto just yet 
you know, need to, to wake up and, and uh, get involved, in my opinion. Go at least do research on it and see whether it resonates. See if you can kind of feel like, you know, where the world's going to be in 10, 20 years' time. Do you think blockchain is going to be the, you know, the the primary focus for um, everything, you know, related to to the world, you know, um, stocks and bonds? Will they be tokenized? Will property be tokenized? You know, all this sort of stuff, just... You know ai and the impact on the blockchain you know it's gonna be you know a very interesting world that we live in in the future so yeah look super excited about all of this stuff and uh you know this reveals you know another angle and i really do um you know enjoy that sort of stuff you know reading that sort of uh information block creditors say crypto lending uh, or lender i should say was a victim of bad management the creditors committee said uh, in a court filing that blockfi was pressing a false case narrative by portraying itself as a victim and more blame should be placed on its management so again really interesting stuff because i talk about risk management an awful lot right we we talk about you know um expecting lower lows and stuff like this and i want to kind of just talk about this aspect of things um because there's lots of influences that are bullish and i believe when the fed pauses there's going to be a heap load of of bullishness as stocks increase in value and crypto increases in value and i think you know people are going to buy into this narrative and you know people are going to be buying bitcoin at silly numbers i think people have been buying it at 30 31k we dropped down to 26 and you know i i you know really do like being sat where i am where i'm realistic about what our expectations are dollar cost averaging into to the space but also being you know um i guess proactive in telling people that we should expect lower prices um you know nobody really knows nobody's got a crystal ball but you know uh history tends to repeat itself and uh you know we're gonna see what repeats um you know from previous recessions and and uh, what the fed have done in the past i think you know we will see um the pivot and i think that will lead to a big crash in stocks and cryptocurrency so you know these things are going to take time patience is the key um but you know look going back to well circling back to you know bad management and uh you know i i agree this these failures are uh human-led you know uh problems and failures these are poor risk management um you know implementations within different companies that have seen celsius BlockFi, voyager uh, silvergate bank for example let's not exclude traditional finance you know some of these bankings it's poor risk management uh, and management so yeah there, there should be consequences i've said this time and time again there should be consequences um criminal you know um proceedings for for these uh, leaders of these companies that have uh, you know basically implemented poor management um poor risk management poor management uh, but at the same time i think the regulators also need to to take a portion of the blame you know regulators should be proactive not reactive and all we've seen for the sec and other regulators around the world is you know uh, reactive not proactive approaches to to these financial collapses it's not like we haven't experienced them before in history like there should be some early warning um you know uh, systems put in place that alert people that there's there's problems uh, before they become big enough for for a, a banking collapse or a uh, project or an exchange to to go under i really do think that there needs to be some some proactiveness brought into the regulatory 
um you know space as well so let me know your thoughts your opinions on what i've just said on on regulation and poor management and uh, some of these companies really interested to to canvas people's opinions if you enjoyed today's podcast mash up that like button subscribe if you haven't subscribed already tapping that bell selecting all the notifications so you never miss a video and i will catch you in the next one take care <laughs>